This has been a trying summer, hasn't it? And many of us have been left wondering how we can make a difference. You know, we post our thoughts on social media, we reach out to friends to let them know we care, and uh, maybe we participate in a protest. But then what? How do we show love the way Jesus taught us? You know, we look around at the problems of racism and other social injustice, and it feels overwhelming. The problems are systemic and the solutions feel out of reach. You know, it's interesting that this is similar to the problems Moses was facing. His people were brutalized as slaves by the Egyptians, but at the same time, through just a weird set of circumstances, Moses himself was able to live as an Egyptian, not as an Israelite. Now, I'm sure he had uh, conflicted feelings about this. On the one hand, I, he must have been thankful for the material blessings, but at the same time, I, I'm sure he felt incredibly guilty because he knew that everything he had was built on the backs of his fellow Israelites. One day he watched an Egyptian beating a slave and anger overtook him, so he killed the man. Then he fled to the countryside where he probably planned to live out the remainder of his days in comfortable oblivion to the injustices back in Egypt. Uh, but as it turns out, he couldn't run away. Um, one day while herding his father-in-law's sheep, he met Jesus. Now I know the text says that, that he met an angel of the Lord, but many theologians believe that this was a theophany, a, a time when Jesus shows up in the Old Testament. And whatever it was, uh, it was here that God called Moses to make a difference in the world. But it had to start with Moses dying to his old ways. Recently, I heard an interview with business thought leader Simon Sinek. And he was talking about this subject of uh, systemic injustice and oppression. And he said, you know, everyone wants to blame the system for our problems. But he said, guess what? We are the system. And he's right. It turns out that the enemy really is us. Perhaps this is why Jesus says that if we really want to make a difference in this world, if we really want to change things, then we need to follow his example. We need to deny ourselves and take up our cross. So what does that mean exactly? Um, what does it look like to take up your cross? Well, we know how to do the opposite. We know how to preserve our lives. We were born with that instinct and we do it every day. We're, we're good at it. We do it when we're driving in traffic and somebody wants to cut us off. So we, we fight for that extra little bit of road. At least I've heard that people do that. We do it during a pandemic by buying more toilet paper than we could possibly use in the next few years. And we do it by insisting that all lives matter in spite of the fact that our black brothers and sisters desperately need our support right now. We know how to preserve our own lives. <laughs> We've got that down. But Jesus says we need to give up those rights and take up our cross. I find it interesting that he uses the personal pronoun here. It's not a cross. 
It's not the cross, but it's a cross that seems to be exclusively designed for me and you. Um, in our hearts, usually we, we know what we need to let go of. It's a, something that's robbing us, uh, robbing our soul of vitality. It's that thing that keeps us from being the, the person that God created us to be. It's an obstacle in our relationship with God and others. And it's generally the thing we are least likely to want to give up. Uh, we know that to rid ourselves of this obstacle will be painful. Uh, we will grieve the loss of it. it. This thing has become an idol in our lives and it will require daily dependence on God to change. These idols take a variety of forms in our lives. Uh, we're very creative in that regard, but the underlying roots come from all the usual sources. You know the list, things like pride, anger, addiction, greed, fear, indifference, selfishness, prejudice, self-pity, materialism, the list goes on and on. For Moses, it was a bad case of fear, doubt, and probably self-pity. He was convinced that God couldn't use him because he wasn't a great speaker, and he didn't want to trust God to overcome that. Jesus says, if you want to follow me, you need to give up the idea of protecting your own self-interests. Jesus talks a lot in the Gospels about helping people, but mostly he talks about looking inward and changing our own hearts instead. That, he says, is the starting point for changing the world. When we take up our cross as an act of faith, we will be able to move mountains and do the impossible. That's the promise. My friend Marlena, in her new book, uh, The Way Up is Down, actually it is Marlena Graves, and this, this is a shameless plug for her new book. Um, she says this on the subject. Um, she says, repentance is to be the texture and rhythm of my life. If I choose to go my own way in the thousand tiny decisions, thoughts, and behaviors that make up my life, I deal death blows to everyone and everything around me, including myself. Lack of repentance leads to a fantasy life, a fantasy existence that God calls me to reality. And it's true. We fool ourselves into thinking our idol is reality. Moses was convinced that his speaking skills defined his reality, but God had something much greater in mind. He wanted to use Moses to right social injustice. He wanted to use him to change the system, to change the course of history. If only Moses would let go. Christ calls us to wake up and destroy anything keeping us from his way of love. And we need to do it daily. But denying ourselves is just the beginning, not the end. Christ didn't die on the cross for the sake of dying. And, and we don't carry our cross just for the sake of carrying our cross. Nobody likes someone like that. The cross is the way to resurrection. 
The cross is the way to a new life, a, a life that is characterized by love. The cross brings with it the promise of renewal, rebirth, and redemption. It brings with it the hope of systemic change. And it brings new life as often and as long as we are willing to shed the old. For those of us who call ourselves Christ followers, for those of us who strive to live the way that he did, this hard saying of Jesus is not optional. It's the way of love. And it's the only hope we have for change in this world.